Welcome to the Shed the Shame podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Whitens, online fitness, nutrition, and mindset coach, personal trainer, entrepreneur, and personal growth advocate. My mission is to help moms shed the shame and guilt around taking time for their own health and wellness so that they can be better for their families and live a guilt-free, happy life. If you are a mom that's looking for inspiration on how to start trusting yourself, how to begin breaking the societal norms of being a successful mom, and start creating the healthy and happy life you've always dreamed of, then this podcast is for you. Let's dive right in and shed the shame. Welcome to Shed the Shame, everybody. I'm so glad you're here. And today we have a special episode, an amazing episode, because really we're going to do the groundwork of shame. And what I wanted to do, since this is the Shed the Shame podcast, I really wanted to focus on the difference between guilt and shame, because I know I use the two terms guilt and shame interchangeably. But there actually is a difference. And I think in order for us to understand ourselves and to identify our guilt and shame, we first need to define what guilt and shame are. So first, let's start. I want to start by saying that I'm getting this information from the one and only Brene Brown. And she is she is an amazing researcher if you don't know her work, you're you're behind. You need to know her work. Look her up um, on TED Talks on YouTube. She has amazing workouts. She she studies shame, and she studies resilience, and she studies vulnerability. She has numerous books on these subjects, which I've read, and they're all game changers. Brene Brown is basically the person who put personal growth and development on the map. For me, if it weren't for Brene Brown, I would I would not be in the position that I am so graciously and so happily in right now. So yeah, go read her books. Seriously, some of the other stuff that I'm going to talk about today, as far as guilt versus shame, comes from another personal development guru, one of my favorites, Mel Robbins. So first of all, Brene Brown helps to define guilt versus shame. When you're feeling guilty, the guilt is focused on the behavior. I did something bad. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. I did something bad. That is guilt. When you feel bad for something that you did for a behavior. Shame, on the other hand, is feeling that you are never good enough. That's that voice in your head that screams, who do you think you are? Something that I think is directly correlated to shame is imposter syndrome. When you're putting yourself out there, I I suffer from imposter syndrome right now. For example, like, who do I think I am putting out a podcast? Like what expertise, what experience is good enough to be able to speak to other women out there in the world? But when we get vulnerable and we share our experiences, 
that's when we hand over power to other people to be able to say, yep, that's me. And that is the key to shedding shame around feeling good enough or not. So guilt is the behavior. You did something bad and you feel bad about it. Shame is thinking you're not good enough and you're not a good person. So when we talk about shame, you're focusing on yourself. Yourself as a person. So the very interesting thing about shame is that when you feel shame, the feeling of shame, the feeling of never being good enough is highly correlated with addiction, depression, eating disorders, violence, aggression, bullying, and suicide. That is tremendous information. And it really speaks to me that we need to get rid of shame. We need to shed the shame because it is literally killing people. So that correlation terrifies me. That's why I'm doing this right now. Now, on the other hand, guilt is inversely correlated with addiction, depression, violence, suicide, aggression, bullying, eating disorders. It's very interesting to me because when you feel guilty, what seems to happen is that it motivates you to do something good and do something better. But when you feel shame, you feel like you aren't good enough. And when you feel like you aren't good enough, that just spirals. And and according to Brene Brown, secrecy, silence, and judgment perpetuate shame. When we feel that shame, when we feel that we're not good enough, that we're not able to do things, we tend to start spiraling down and and we act worse, right? Let me give you a little bit of an, an example. When I when I heard this and I read about this, I thought, well, this makes perfect sense. You know those times when you you eat something that you shouldn't have eaten, right? Like, well, I ate those two pieces of pizza or I ate that bag of M&Ms. That's it. I might as well throw in the towel and eat like crap the whole rest of the weekend, right? That feeling of giving in and feeling terrible like we're not good enough, that, that equals I am not good enough. I had a bag of M&Ms. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough to be able to turn it around and just let that be okay. I'm a terrible person for eating a half a cake or a whole pizza. I'm awful. That is shame coming after us. And we need to eliminate that feeling. Guilt is being able to say, oh, I did something bad. I'm sorry, I made a mistake. I forgive myself. We need more of that. Instead of feeling like we're a bad person, 
we can just say, oh, I made a mistake and move on. So one of the key things that um, I think is super important is that we need to differentiate how we feel about what we did, that's guilt, from who we are as a person, that's shame. So here's the key. You can do stupid shit. You can make mistakes and not be a bad person. Let me say that again. You can do stupid shit and not be a bad person. They are two completely different things. Doing something stupid and feeling bad is guilt. Feeling like a bad person is shame. The key is what you do after that mistake. That is what shapes who you are, not the mistake itself. Everybody makes mistakes. We make mistakes every single day. I make mistakes every single day. But the key is to learn from it and take action and move on. So here's some some very interesting um, information that I learned from Mel Robbins um, about guilt and shame. So there's a UCLA neuroscientist that has done studies that resulted in this. Feeling guilt and shame activates the reward center in your brain. So that feeling of guilt and shame becomes a habit because let's say you do, you make a mistake, okay? Or you do something that you didn't want to do. And then you feel guilty. I did, I made a mistake. I feel bad for it. But then you start putting shame on yourself and blame on yourself, right? You shame yourself. I'm a terrible person. I don't know how I could have done that. I I just must be a horrible, terrible person. Now, that becomes a habit because I theorize it's activating that reward center in your brain. Your brain, inside, you're, you're, you're thinking, I did something terrible. I need to pay for it. And how do I pay for it? By feeling really, really shitty about myself. And I just must be a bad person. It gives us justification for avoiding or not doing the things we want to do or need to do. So either like you make a mistake and you feel shame because you need to pay for that mistake and then you tell yourself, well, I'm a shitty person because I made that mistake. And for a split second, it makes you feel better because it explains and gives you a reason for that behavior. Or if you didn't do something that you felt like you should have done, like, oh, I didn't exercise today. I just am, I'm just not an exerciser. I'm just never going to be an exerciser. I'm never going to work out. I'm never going to be healthy. This is just who I am. I, I'm, I'm just not that person. That perpetuates a habit of feeling like that in order to justify the action you took that was a mistake or the inaction, or the action you didn't take that you wanted to take or you were supposed to take. That makes total sense to me on why shame and guilt activates that reward center in your brain. But what we need to do is we need to interrupt that habit. We need to interrupt that sequence 
because like I said, it's what you do after the mistake that shapes who you are as a person. Hey moms, I just wanted to interrupt this podcast to ask you a few really important questions. The first one being, how are you really? How do you feel about you? How do you feel about your body? How do you feel about your energy, about being the best mom you can be, about being the healthiest version of you through body, mind, and spirit? If you are just exhausted and you know you need to lose weight and get healthier and you are just full of fatigue and bloat, then I want you to listen up because I can show you how to change your health and change your life for good. If this is something you want, then my Holy Fit program could be just the thing for you. You've been through the ringer with fad diets and cleanses and challenges and detoxes. You're exhausted from mom life. You're tired from feeling like you just can't make a healthy lifestyle work for you or your busy family life. You know deep down some of the steps you need to take, but you just can't seem to get it together. You can't kick your poor eating habits, and by the time you have time to do any of that, you're so tired, all you can do is think about going to bed, right? So you struggle. Sometimes you have a few good days or a good week, but then the weekend comes and you totally blow it, and you start all over on Monday. You just can't get your healthy lifestyle to stick. So you're feeling lost and discouraged and you keep giving up because it just seems impossible. You know what your hurdles are, but you just don't know how to overcome them. These are all problems that I've struggled with and I've seen so many women struggle. And what it comes down to is your ability to learn how to listen to your body, change your mindset, alter your habits, and figure out what works for you. This is essential. Unless you figure out what works for your body and your lifestyle, you'll never lose the weight, you'll never get your energy back, and you'll never be healthy and happy or able to live your life without the guilt and shame that comes with constantly struggling with yo-yo dieting. That's a huge issue because I believe that moms have the most important job in the whole entire world. And to be your best for your family, you need to be at your best. And that is what Holy Fit does. My program teaches you freedom and gives you your self-confidence and power back. I give you the framework and tools that you need to overcome old mindsets and habits so that your efforts remain consistent and effective so you get the results you've always dreamed of. So imagine if you were able to have enough energy to work out during the week, eat and create nutritious meals effortlessly. If you actually have a plan and know what to do in the gym, if you could get stronger physically, mentally, and emotionally, and have the self-confidence again to do the things you've been avoiding, and finally feel like yourself so much that you're truly happy. If you're interested in building your dream healthy lifestyle and happiness through doing simply what works for you, you don't want to waste your time, energy, and money with all the other fad diets and workouts that don't give you what you need. Accountability, coaching, support, and the tools to do what actually works to change your habits for good. 
In Holy Fit, you get 90 days of nutrition coaching with hundreds of yummy recipes to ensure you never go hungry. You can choose between home or gym workouts in a simple app with videos for each exercise, a members-only portal on my website that gives you the mindset, habit, and nutrition trainings that you need to be successful, weekly group coaching calls via the Zoom app, plus private group communication and individualized communication from me, one-on-one coaching and support when you need it most. All the tools and resources to build your personalized food and fitness profile for life. This is the best, most comprehensive program for moms. I've broken it down to be easy and simple to follow because let's face it, you have enough on your plate as a busy, tired mom. And in order to be successful, we must be flexible and in tune with our bodies and our needs. That's why my program focuses on helping you develop your personalized food and fitness profile and self-care routine. I bring you through a very intentional series of modules and give you weekly calls and updates. We build your new lifestyle from scratch to ensure your transformation lasts your lifetime. You do it for yourself, but you're not by yourself because I'm right alongside you. If this sounds like something that you've been waiting for, now's the time to sign up. Holy Fit registration is now open for the month of April. So make sure you reach out to me to get more information or if you're ready to sign up, we start the first week of May. I can't wait to get you in and get you holy fit. So I came up with some tips on how to combat shame and guilt when you're faced with those moments of of feeling that way. I'm going to preface these um as far as when you're making a mistake and you it's just on yourself, right? Okay? So you're feeling you're feeling guilty and you're feeling like a horrible person because of something you did or didn't do for yourself. All right? So my first tip is to apologize and mean it and move on, which means you need to apologize to yourself. And sometimes you need to apologize to yourself for being too hard on yourself. So for example, when you get in that mindset of, shit, I didn't work out again today. I'm such a loser. I suck at life. I'm never going to get in shape and I'm going to be fat and miserable forever. You stop right there and you say, wait a minute. I'm my best friend and I don't talk to my best friends that way. Apologize to yourself. Mean it. And move on. Take action and move on. Otherwise, you're going to get stuck in that cycle of shaming yourself, which is activating that reward center in your brain, and you're going to continue with that habit. We need to replace it with a new habit. Instead of saying, I suck, I'm a horrible person, say, I'm sorry. Now I'm going to go do something that makes you feel good. So, Along those lines, we res- when we respect people, we do things like apologizing, right? So treat yourself with respect. You need to give yourself permission to make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. And this is, this is another interesting thing that when women feel shame, it's typically because 
of these unattainable expectations of who we're supposed to be. Women are ridiculously hard on themselves. And we're harder on ourselves than than men are. So we shame ourselves for not being perfect, not being the perfect mom, not being perfect at our job, not, you know, all of that stuff. Men, on the other hand, they feel shame when they aren't strong or they feel weak. The whole thing with men is you can't be weak. And the whole thing with women is you can't not be perfect. You have to be a perfect parent. You have to be the perfect employee and have an amazing job and be super successful, have an amazing career, you know, and then the perfect family, all of that stuff. Have the perfect picture-perfect home and clean house and have the perfect thin body type. All of that is pressure for us feeling shame because it's unattainable. We can never be good enough with those standards. It's impossible. So treat yourself with respect and use positive self-talk. Always, always, always tell yourself, I did the best I could today for me and my family. Because you are. You're doing your best. So with that as my next tip to be empathetic with yourself. The whole thing with empathy is being able to be, you know, relatable because you understand and actually feel what someone else is going through. So if your best friend or one of your friends or someone you look up to was experiencing the same thing that you are experiencing and feeling bad about it, what would you say to them? You'd probably say something like, yeah, that sucks. Me too. I totally get it. I I feel you, I feel where you're coming from, and you're doing, you're still doing an amazing job. You're doing what you need to do. You are strong, mama, and we are all in this together, and we all have these ups and downs. And the best thing you can say is, I'm here. I'm here in the trenches with you. So say that to yourself. I'm here. I'm going through this. I'm in the trenches. And and be okay with reaching out to someone if you need to. You probably need to. So that's my next tip. Reach out to someone that you can trust. If you don't have someone, feel free to message me. Find me. Find me on Instagram. Find me on Facebook. Find me and message me. And we can talk and figure things out. But don't you dare tell yourself that you aren't good enough because that is not the truth. So my next tip is that you can, you should purposely exert energy on yourself and give yourself these two things. Give yourself time and give yourself love. Isn't that what we give our kids? That's what we should be giving our kids. Sometimes we're in too big of a rush to give them much time. I absolutely am guilty of that. Because life is crazy, right? But you need to give to yourself what you would give to your children. Give yourself time. Give your. There's no rush here. You need time to feel. And you need time to heal. And you need to love yourself. 
no matter what the circumstances are. And my last tip is to monitor your shame. When you monitor and start picking up on those moments where you're feeling bad about yourself as a person, that's the first that's the first thing you need to identify. Identify when you are feeling like you aren't a good person and then interrupt the sequence. Interrupt that habit of feeling like a bad person and start practicing positive self-talk. Positive affirmations are so powerful. I am strong. I am resilient. I am accomplished. I am a good mom. I'm an amazing coworker. I am so freaking intelligent. All those positive affirmations repeated day after day after day actually change your brain. And when your brain changes, you become more positive and happier. But the opposite is true also. When you keep putting yourself down, you're just like a beaten little puppy, right? You feel terrible and you cower and you have low self-esteem because of all the shit you're telling yourself every single day about every tiny little mistake that you make. So monitor your shame so it doesn't close you off and hinder your productivity. When you start turning that around, your energy increases, your joy increases, your productivity increases, and you slowly but surely start feeling better. And when you feel better, you're a better mom. You can parent better. You can do all the things that you want to do, but you do them better. And who doesn't want to be better? I'm always looking to improve. I'm always looking for new ways to not just help myself, but to share that with all of you. So you can take some tips and tricks and learn how to make your life better. That's why I'm here. So I hope that you learned something from this and and you understand the difference now between guilt and shame. Guilt, again, is a focus on the behavior. I did something. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. That's guilt. Shame is not feeling good enough, feeling like a bad person. Who do you think you are? Having low self-worth and low self-confidence. That's shame. I'm sorry. I am a mistake. That's shame. Guilt, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. So that's all I have this week. I hope that this really helps you in uh, defining guilt versus shame and put some things in perspective for you as far as when you're feeling guilty versus when you're feeling shame. And I think it's very powerful that when you identify shame for what it is, a feeling about not being good enough, that feeling of low self-worth, that is extremely powerful because you have that knowledge and you have that definition and now you can take that and start thinking about it in your everyday situations and identifying when you're beating yourself up over mistakes that you're making or things that you're not doing that you feel bad about. So please remember that 
making mistakes is not the same as being a mistake. Start differentiating how you feel about what you did, which is guilt, from who you are as a person, which is shame. And always remember that you can do stupid shit and make mistakes, but that doesn't mean you're a shitty person. It means you're human and you're doing the best you can. So hopefully those tips that I gave you will help you to learn and know the difference between guilt and shame and to start practicing more positive attitude and mindset towards yourself so you can be more forgiving for yourself, you can be more empathetic with yourself and really get you on the right path to improving inside and out so that you shed the shame. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Shed the Shame. If you liked what you heard today, I'd love if you subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please share it with anyone that you think it would resonate with. If you feel so inspired to, please leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode on Facebook or Instagram. I greatly, greatly appreciate your love and support.